making move, Javante Davis. Living young, got room for patience. This a dope podcast. It ain't drugs when we move the bases. Houston, we got a problem. Taking off like the Rockets. This a three man weed coming at you with topics. Mr. the Henny with logic. Baby, showtime's back. You slow, catch up. You run a four now flat. It's imperative. Transitioning from changing the narrative. You can catch this wave from the Marlins to the Mariners. Doing things you can't believe. It's the three man week. Come at you with topics. No, you cannot stop it. Doing things you can't believe. It's the three man week. We come at you with topics. No, you cannot stop it. What's good out there, family? You already know who it is. You got your favorite guys back from the favorite podcast the three-man weave podcast you got your boy cannon with you as always and today is just aj so we're going to try to do the give and go instead of that three-man weave we're going to try to hit him with the give and go what's good aj nah ain't, ain't no give and go you see what my boy's been doing down in phoenix busting ass with the pick and roll uh-huh. you know what i mean can't can't stop it you know what i mean just straight old school pick and roll but ain't nothing man you know good to be back feel good to be back we are down a man but you know i can't say next man up but we gonna <laughs> we, we we gonna we gonna we gonna make it happen we, we gonna we gonna work this thing out doing the pick and roll little pick and pop um you already know where you can find us at three man weave underscore on Instagram and Twitter. You can email us any questions that you may have, or you could try and cuss us out. But just know we talk back mm-hmm. at podcast.3.man.weave at gmail.com. And we appreciate all, all the you know interactions that we've been getting in the Facebook group. So we do want to shout all out all of our users that's in the Facebook group. We do appreciate y'all. We do love all of the back and forth that we get. Mm-hmm. And I know it seems like sometimes we may be harsh, but we got to put a big boy pants on because we're going to give it to you real. We ain't never been ones to pull no punches over here. You know what I'm saying? And so... That's just really what it is, man. Welcome back to another episode. And we, you know, we, we, we about to have some fun. You dig? Episode 108. Yep. And I mean, we might we might as well start off with, with the fight <laughs> from, from Sunday. It wasn't Saturday, the fight from 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 uh Sunday. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you right now, I didn't watch. <laughs> I didn't watch. Like I was gonna, I was gonna watch, but then once I found out Jaleel wasn't gonna have his stream, yeah, I was like, man, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't really no point of me watching because that's really what I wanted to watch for. Because I don't, as a, as a purist mm-hmm. boxing fan, I didn't really want to see the spectacle of Floyd fighting, you know, Logan Paul because I knew it was gonna be a, it, it's, it's just a show, yeah. like. In real life, in real life, he stands no chance. Mm-hmm. As as much as they tried to make it look competitive yeah. and sell it and all mm-hmm. that shit, man, I wasn't really here for. It. I mean, I I wouldn't have mind seeing Badu Jack and 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 um. Oh, sorry, drop my lighter. I wouldn't mind seeing Badu Jack and and Swift hurt, but to me, that's not worth the pay per view prices. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was like, fuck that. Which is why I was probably you know. Proud of Floyd leaving, his pay per view prices were almost at a hundred dollars. Right. Um, so this was when I I knew something was up when I seen the pay per view prices. But just like you, you know, er- everybody know I went to the fight, but I went specifically um, to see Jalil. Um, right. And I was worried. 
just about, you know, the way that they put out the information about it, it was like hard to even know if you had a ticket, if you would be able to see Jaleel's fight. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, if you didn't have like insider information, you would have took a risk even going because you had to get there super early. Like on to your see ticket, undercard, your ticket yeah. don't even say the doors open at eight, but really you got to get there at five, really doors open at 5.30. So it was really confusing. Luckily, I was able to know a few people in the industry and, and text and and find out. Shout out Ramblin' Ralph. Actually, Floyd's announcer, man. He he he's real on his on his social media. He always responds. And he's the one that actually told me. He was like, Jalil is fighting at six, so if you got tickets, you need to get here by five thirty. Um That's what's up. Um but I was able to see Jalil walk out. It it was I, I was proud of my dog because one he told me as a little boy that, you know, he was going to be a pro boxer, which is rare to be a pro athlete, period. Um, right. And, you know, our frat brother, Alex, um, he also worked at that school at the time. And he reminded me even more that it wasn't just that Jaleel said that he was going to be a boxer. He actually said that he was going to be signed to Mayweather promotion. So it's all about it's like it inspired me like as an adult, you know, even though Jaleel's an adult now, it's like setting goals like you got to be specific you know with your goals that's what i always say down because mm-hmm. the universe is funny if you're not specific you got to be careful what you ask for so you know he had a specific goal he worked towards his goal every day and he achieved it you know he pro debut he got the he got the first round knockout i got to see it live i couldn't ask for nothing more you feel me i do need to ask you a question because you know that's my favorite thing what did he what song did he walk out to <sighs> I can't even remember the name of the song, bro. <laughs> and the funny thing is, I literally, I literally thought about. I was like, "Huh, this is his choice." But, but I was so, I was so gassed and geeked in the moment. I, yeah, I, was, I feel, I feel you, I feel you. Hey, and uh, Mark, the birthday boy, Dave the Crusher. Happy birthday, bro! Said, said, yeah, I was on him before anyone. And I ain't even gonna say we was on him before anyone. It was man, just like we were just happy to, you know, give a platform and allow for that kind of experience in front of the media. Because if you watch him post fight and stuff like that, he, you know, he felt he, he looked comfortable and mm-hmm. stuff. And so that's really what it is, man. Just giving giving people opportunity to kind of break in and you know be in an environment that they're comfortable in. You know, we that's where we at. You know, every interview that we've had, it ain't no interview. We just having conversations, man. So that's a fact. And so that that's that's really what I was glad to see. You know, he didn't he didn't look like that moment was too big for him. He he if he felt like a star, mm-hmm. and it, it's almost like you know the same thing with Jahad Tucker mm-hmm. and, and and Slick Nick. They Slick came Nick on fighting and, this weekend. Yeah, he fight this weekend in Orlando. I was gonna go down there, mm-hmm. but then I had some other uh, family plans come up. But you know, all of them, you know, you could tell that that personality, it, it ain't too, they ain't too big for the moment. Mm-hmm. And we got another up and coming boxer uh, that we're going to, you know, that we're going to have on next episode. Hill, he trying to get AB for his next fight. <laughs> you know what I mean? So if we, if we can, you know, I, the three-man the three we social media team already put it out on Twitter. Uh, yeah. so, if you, so if you have a Twitter Make sure you go to the three man weave page and retweet the tweet mm-hmm. of 
uh, the three-man weave calling out AB so we can get some traction on that so we can get Hill in the ring. Matter of fact, we're going to have a three-man weave social media team. Mm-hmm. Pin that tweet so it's up at the top. So as soon as you go to the page, you're going to see it. So we need, we need y'all to make that happen uh, so, we, so we can get this fight on the card. Uh, I'll probably uh, I'll probably fight uh, Amir Khan and Cannon going to fight Lomachenko. <laughs> <laughs> on the undercard, please. Cannon was stepping into that ring. As much as I talk trash about Lomachenko, I don't want no parts, bro. Um, <laughs> you ever seen that Simpsons? Those Simpsons episodes where um, I think his name was Dredrick Tatum. Yeah, Tatum, yeah. <laughs> I don't want no parts, bro. None of that. It'd be like uh, Mike Tyson punch out in that mm-hmm. motherfucker. But um, I want to get to some. Like he didn't like he he became a meme per se, but I think Chad because that was one that was one fight that I did pay attention to. Chad fought I, a good fight, man. I think I, I think hate Chad that he got knocked out because no, but see the thing is, he didn't get knocked out. He, he yeah, got dropped. Yeah, I, yeah, I hate that he got dropped. I hate that he got dropped. And, and I think if if Chad was actually an experienced fighter, that wouldn't happen because he was throwing a couple flurries. He felt and good. To, he felt and good. Tried to, and what did they tell you? Don't go straight back with your hands down. And what he do? He threw a couple punches and went straight back he with his tagging. hands down. He was tagging. Uh, he was tagging this dude. Uh, yeah, uh, Brian Maxwell or whatever. Yeah, the hell Maxwell. Name. He was he was tagging him, man. So I was like, yo, Chad's dominating the fight, and that's why you know people they run with the meme and they say like, oh, Chad lost. But in reality, even if that was a real fight and that went to the cards. Chad would have won because he because he won he won those first three rounds. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I I, I actually really enjoy kind of seeing that because once again, you know, being a Bengals fan, you know, he, he ain't from in, bro. He put the he, ain't, he, he ain't from Cincinnati, but it makes me kind of like yo, like he's someone who you know kind of you know still loves the city and stuff like that. And he ain't like he ain't never been one to to back down from a challenge and he always talks shit mm-hmm. but he always put in the work to back yeah, it up. He definitely and put to, the work in. And and to to do that, you know, and, and to fight fight four rounds, like it sound that sound minuscule, but fighting for four rounds is a beast. And he wasn't capping, bro. He was he landed good like we that was another fight like you said at the actual fight. The crowd was into that. The crowd was impressed by that. There was a lot of oohs and ah because even the first round, just like the first flurry, like we didn't know what it was gonna look like. We like Yo. you didn't know what to expect. <laughs> Chaz, I'm really out here. Is he really out here mixing it up, man? But kudos to him. Um, I think that if you if you want to do it, like you have you have to be committed like that. I, they didn't show a lot of his training like they was doing for Nate Robinson. You know, uh, mm-hmm. he just. Did the work. He kept he telling went us, out, he went telling us that he was ready. Yeah. Yeah. But we didn't see, like, we didn't see a lot. We saw a lot of stuff of Nate Robinson throwing punches at the air and mitts and all of that stuff that don't mean anything in the real world. Everybody, every everybody got a plan until you get punched in the face. <laughs> Feel me? Them, so it's like. The real, real punches is different. And, and Chad been in that sparring, so taking punches. Even though he, he did get caught, but. He recovered well. Like if that was a real fight or a street fight, I feel like he'd have been able to recover and and still been able to move on. Cause it, cause you look at it, he caught him flush, but Chad yeah. like Chad Chad didn't even lay there. Chad yeah. hit the Chad it was the more off, he got he he really got pushed off balance. He just didn't think 
I don't think that he would have that much force. So I don't think, yeah. like you said, he wasn't knocked out. He wasn't dazed. He just was like, "Dang, I didn't, I didn't know." But he got <laughs> close because the the eject button, like right here, Tad got caught like right here. Yeah, yeah. He ain't hit the eject button. He just politely opened the door and said, "Here, I'm gonna let you off right here." But you know that was definitely good. I um, I saw the I saw the you know kind of like the preview, like not the previews, but the fo- the post fight clips on social media for the Mayweather and Paul fight. And it's it's exactly what I expected. That first round, he kind of came out like Connor, just throwing punches, yeah. making everybody think, "Oh, he he he's taking charge. He's gonna yeah. do this." Like, yeah. are y'all like, yeah. motherfucker, please? He we know we, that boy, and we seen that at the we yeah. seen it at the at the point. We was like, "Yo, he's out," and then because Floyd went real low, like y'all just see that because he because he, he heavy because he, he basically picked him up and then basically let him skate the rest of the round. I was like, "Yo, Floyd, Floyd could." He could pick this dude apart at will, and and that's why I was like, I'm like that, like this is like you're not getting my money. I was only gonna watch that fight for uh, Jaleel, yeah. and then kind of see what what my guy Chad was doing. And it was another, and, it was a couple young fighters on like the whole undercard was lit, like the younger yeah. fighters. And I actually feel like they could have took that battle, Jack, and really just put the young boys on. But it's like, and that's my thing. You let you let Logan Paul. That's and that's why I get. So let let's get into this. I get what right. people are saying. That's kind of disrespectful to the sport, right? And I also get what I get what Floyd's coming from because Ali, Sugar Ray Robinson, other boxers did do exhibition, especially when they couldn't make any more money. They would go places and do exhibition. They would fight mm-hmm. wrestlers, you know, to make money. So I I right. get it. I get the money thing. But you are letting people skip everything right you got exactly you got your own fighters two young fighters who a 130 pounder and a a welterweight who are both supposed to be the future of their sport and instead of them being on the real undercard you put them on the under undercard and then you put you let logan paul escalate all the way to the headliner and then you let maxwell and chad escalate skip the escalator and be the lead off for the pay-per-view so it's like and and and, and that's where like like i said i that's where i did have a problem with it it was the logistics of it mm-hmm. because you know people are gonna they're gonna want to tune in to see chad mm-hmm. you're two younger fighters they're only fighting four rounds so you could have played them right after chad or right before but they could have been it, on tv exactly if you if you did you know because as much as you know jared Hurd and badu jack and arias and those guys are act like they're you know, they're real fighters. They're, you know, they're not A fighters, but they're about B mm-hmm. level, C, mm-hmm. like B level, C level fighters, depending on your, your kind of rankings. People are going to tune into them because they know those names for like the legit boxing fans. Yeah. So to me, logistically, if I'm Mayweather Promotions, I'm going to try and put a spotlight on the up and comers mm-hmm. because if like, like if if I feel like I have the next batch, if I feel like I have the next guy, I'm going to want the most eyes on him. Because guess what? That performance that Jaleel put out, you want other fighters to see that. Mm-hmm. You want other 147 guys to see that. Mm-hmm. You want people to be like, hmm, this is an up-and-comer. Let me try and get him for before he yeah. really start getting too much you know, polish on him. Mm-hmm. And let's see if I can kind of, you know, Get him in the ring with maybe my young fighter who maybe got six fights, mm-hmm. ten fights. Yeah. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I think 
that's where that's where Mayweather, you know, kind of kind of dropped the ball and fucked up on this one. But you know, that that's also, you know, my my uh, perspective. I'm yeah, not a boxing yeah. promoter, yeah, you know. But absolutely, I agree. That's my perspective also. But I, you know, if you would take it from the boxer's perspective, you know, Dorian and Jaleel, I, both of them, I'm pretty sure they feel like it's the greatest opportunity in the world, and they don't, oh, absolutely, and they don't care. You know, it's like see opponent kill opponent not literally of course but you know and on to the next one both of them are one to know both of them got fight dates coming soon so we'll see what happens um but i think the the public may be done with floyd and his exhibitions i don't know if he'll be able to to sell this again yeah yeah because once again like i said i was done after the like mcgregor fight and even then i didn't i personally didn't pay for it because once again I knew what it was going to be. You I've know seen how I felt about it. Yeah, I've seen I've Yeah, I've seen I've seen Conor McGregor fight before. And in the UFC, yes, he can he can do some shit. But this is boxing. It's a whole lot different, you dig what I'm saying? And so he stood no chance. Mm -hmm. You can have like you can put some, you know, lower tier boxers in there with Conor McGregor and they going to give him the blues. So the you blues. put you put Floyd Mayweather in there, you know, the goat, it's over. Like said, like, I've made like, people that you think are extraordinary look ordinary. So what do you think I'm going to do to come on? Y'all fell for it. I ain't mad at Floyd on the, on the business aspect of it. By any right. means necessary, hey, get your money because they've done that for years. And 100%. No, and no one's, and, and that's what really, what a really big issue is comes. Well, Floyd, Floyd was right about that. When yeah. Bob Arum does it, or or Eddie Earns does it, or somebody else does it. it. It's it's not a problem, but because Floyd doesn't look and sound traditional, they they get upset that he's he's making a killing like that. But it is what it is. Yeah, and I have no problem with him getting his money and stuff like that. But where I do have a problem is the the jargon and the verbiage he uses. As far as kind of what's going on, because although yes, he is fifty and no, mm -hmm. once again, like like I've said before, you know, we don't got to get into it. But I've said there are fighters who aren't undefeated that yeah. have better that have better resumes than Floyd, and because it's all, because of it's all what you like, right? But because of you know his business acumen, yeah, he 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 found he found you know that what niche where he did, did where they did yeah. What the, what they didn't have and what he could sell and what he could promote and so I like I have no issue with that, but I do have an issue of you know the spectacle of things and where like like you know I'm a big Manny Pacquiao fan right and so mm -hmm. that's kind of my thing you know saying you know you the best ever and stuff like that but you know you kind of have like like you said you've done these exhibitions exhibition fights later on in your career and say what you want Manny Pacquiao still stepping in there with dogs. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean, yeah, and so that's, that's to me, that, that to me, to me, like when when you when you look up when you look up and down that resume, it's just like, bro, you got Margarito, you know, Cotto, you got mm -hmm. you know eight different you you've dominated from eight different divisions. You started yeah. at one fourteen. Yeah, you're not gonna get me saying nothing against that, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and so like to me, it's just like it's kind of like as a boxing purist, mm -hmm. that's what I want to see. Absolutely. Well, on the final. 
but but on the financial side of things, I want I'm 100 wholeheartedly understand what he's doing. Like yeah, shit, let yeah. me make let me make this money because yeah. I can't hate I can't hate on that because you always know, like what I say, legend at the bank. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know it is what it is because yeah. you he he making what thirty some million off off a fight that he know he not gonna lose. Basically, he said he made millions off just the patches. Yeah, <laughs> just off like, the patches. So it's like one hundred percent. So. You know, it is what it is, bro. Like, yeah, man. I ain't hating that, man. I ain't, I I can't be mad at another man hustle. Get yeah. your money, bro. Yeah, yeah, man. But Jaleel definitely look. He he definitely got the total package. I I was hoping that the other guy was gonna be a little bit better. I just I wanted to see like three rounds of Jaleel and then he. But I, I kind of knew just. I was like, he's gonna rock this guy out. I felt it coming, and it's just like boom, boom, boom. Three punch combo dropped him. Yeah, and he called him. He called him flush too, putting straight to sleep. Mm -hmm. And so you know, and 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 that's gonna happen early on in his career, you know, because his his even though you know he's so young at eighteen, his talent far surpasses other people mm -hmm. that have a close record to him. Yeah, you know, and so he's not gonna necessarily you know because Jaleel has some you know amateur fights, but he doesn't have you know this extreme amateur background because he's only 18 mm -hmm. at the end of the day. So it's not like he's going to be able to kind of jump in there with bigger names and people know him, uh, you know, now. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, who is this? <laughs> you, you know who it is. Ross. Hey, <laughs> you goddamn right. Hey, Ross, I need you to follow the directions. <laughs> I'm going to put them back in here for you so that your comment can start so everyone knows hey the show can start now because ross is here for us make sure that you follow these directions but let's get to this real quick man speaking of pacquiao um i'm on the record of saying that you know i don't want to see pacquiao and spence just because i feel like you know spence is talking he's talking a lot of trash now and i respect the trash talk that he's talking but there's also younger dogs like Spence may be using that Floyd blueprint, trying to businessman control his career too. So there's younger fighters that he could be fighting. Manny is the biggest draw as far as pay. You feel me? So it's like, uh, I kind of see what you're doing there, Spence. I do still think it would be a good fight, but I think there are younger fighters that he is kind of stepping around, trying to let them get here, a little bit older, you know? But here, here here's my thing. Like I, you know, I like I like I've said numerous, numerous times. Fighting Manny Pacquiao is gonna net him the most money he could ever Probably. get yeah. out, outside of fighting Floyd. Yeah. The only, yeah, like the it. only, the the only, the, I, okay, the only other paydays that can rival that would be Floyd and Canelo. Yeah, and Canelo would be a lot bigger risk. I, and I, I wouldn't do that. It, you see what I'm saying? So. Yeah, like he because he would have to go up and wait. Although I think he can't, like his body type can carry that. Yeah, you don't want to go up there with Canelo, not right now. Because he's breaking like, faces. Yeah, no, you don't want to do that. And as much as Bud is an elite fighter, he's not an elite name mm -hmm. to, to casual boxing yeah, fans to get, get the pay per view. I don't like has Bud had a pay per view fight yet? Mm -hmm. Top rank don't do a lot of pay per view. Yeah, because like that's what I'm saying. So I don't, I don't know if. But like, I like if, that about top rank. I like the one hundred percent. But then, but like, but also, Al Hammond's fights are accessible too. Yeah, 
But Al Heyman know, hey, but he know yeah, he know when, when it's time when to go pay per view. When it's the when it's the yeah. elite, yeah. that's he when I can time. really maximize my fun. So yeah. like to me, I don't think taking Manny Pacquiao is kind of like ducking anybody off the strength of it's putting the this money is, first. And that's and no, that's it, why I think like, that's the Floyd. But see model. the thing is, but see the thing is, it's not necessarily just putting the money first because at the end of the day, you still gonna have a legend on your resume. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. But it's like, do you and want so, the do you want the forty four year old legend on your resume? Like, come on, like. Okay, home, but here's like, the thing. when they but, fought, when they okay. fought after they fought legends when they were old, they felt bad, bro. They had to beg referees to stop it, and some of that stuff changed their lives. Like, so it's like, one hundred percent. I don't want to see this happen to Manny, and. Is there? Am I saying that it's a guarantee that Manny's gonna lose? Absolutely not. But what so, I'm just so saying let me, is, let me let me give you the reverse. Let me give you the reverse real quick. When you say, "Do you want the old legend on your resume?" It's also, "Do you want the young legend on your resume?" Because just, oh, like, yeah. just, just like, just like, just like saying that. that. Yeah, he wants but then, that. But then, also, but then also, it's like when Floyd fought Canelo. Floyd was 22. I mean, Canelo was 22 years old. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So he wasn't. He like he wasn't. Ready. He wasn't he wasn't ready, and as as much as like as much as Floyd say, I you know I made him look regular. He, he wasn't his best ready, fight was all, his best fight was Austin Trout. Yeah, yeah. Had had ready. Floyd waited like had Floyd waited like six seven more fights. He can't do it like now. two more years. He can't do it now. Like not not even now. I'm just talking yeah. about like had he done it like four or five years ago, like with Canelo, it might have been it might have been a little, a different story. But you know it is what it is, and so like I. I like what Ross says, money is the goal. People need to understand that by now. We are in a yeah. we are in a capitalistic society, yeah. and so this ain't gonna be an easy fight for Spence. No, and not it's, still, it's not, not gonna be easy fight. It's not gonna be an easy fight for Spence. He's still gonna get tested because, regardless of what you say, Manny's still smart. Manny still can knock you out, mm-hmm. and Manny's still gonna test you as far as you know wanna, the pre- as the pressure he gonna put on. I don't want to see him laid out like that again, man. But see, the thing is. The reason why Manny got laid out, man, it was it was the fourth fight. Like nobody, like in boxing, you 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 do you do three and out. You know what I'm saying? And the, the that third that third fight usually is the rubber match, the deciding factor. Manny didn't have like didn't have really any other fights that could have netted him anything close to, you know, getting fluid. So he went back to the to the best fight that he had, mm-hmm. and where it was still kind of like I need to get some, you know. You know stuff off, stuff off to kind of like you know clear the air. So we went back and he took it like he took advantage of his aggressiveness and walked right into yeah, it, man. Yeah. That's what it, that's really what it was. Because yeah. Manny Manny was winning that fight. Yeah, and I just I don't want him to just walk into you know Earl Spence, man, because that's gonna be worse. So the thing about Earl is like like when you watch that Sean Porter fight. Sean Porter gave him problems because he put pressure on him. Yeah, yeah. And I think, and I think that, and I think that's where Manny's gonna give Spence some trouble. And Manny's not gonna allow those body shots that that's Spence also loves. Not, that's you know, I, I don't know, man. That's that's a Sean Porter in his prime, man. You feel? Yeah, me? but and sometimes it's like Sean Porter. You know that you right. and I respect right. Sean Porter one hundred percent way more than a lot of people out there do, and. He did have one of the best strategies for Spence, and, and but you saw you saw what it did to him. It hurt him late. Now right. he's younger right. than he's younger than Manny. Can right. Manny pressure Spence that long? Because Spence also 
has taken punches because we saw Porter was Porter landed good shots on Spence, and Garcia did too. Yeah, but and, but and here's my thing, like when you said like Porter was in his prime. Sometimes when you are in a certain echelon, yeah, even if you're yeah. past your prime, yeah, you're I still a lot that. better than a lot of guys in their no, prime. No, that's I just that. like you feel what I'm saying. So that's just like you know, say like, I mean, this this ain't. I, I'm not saying it's like disrespect Porter to say this is who he is, but just kind of like to give like, uh, a, you know, kind of like a comparison. Say like a Matthew Stafford in his prime yeah. versus. A Tom Brady that's past his prime, yeah, you know what I'm I saying? It's still like you, you still, you still got that 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 experience, that smarts, mm. and you still got it in you. You may right. not have it in you for the full time, but you know how to draw on that experience when it comes to, as they say, those championship rounds. Because, yeah. like you said, at, like it started to hurt, spit like uh, Porter late in the fight. Mm-hmm. Manny been in those championship rounds, and so he knows how to pace himself. He knows how to go through that and stuff like that. And Manny has been in there with big, big fighters because Spence is a big ass one forty seven. Yeah. So Manny been in there with big. I would like, and that's why I don't understand. I would have loved to see the rematch of that, and they kind of, you know. And I think I don't think Errol Spence will ever fight Sean Porter again because he knows that's that's just not even a smart. It's not a it's not a smart fight. Because like because just like because <laughs> like I was saying just like with that Manny in the fourth one, it's almost like all right. Anything can happen now. Yeah. I ain't, it's like, I don't even want to risk it if I'm Earl Spence. That's all risk for me. And it's like, I already beat him. So it's no, it's not. Right. It's not so, so, so now, so now I can kind of say, <laughs> he'll, he'll, he'll had to jump in. Cause he hate, he hate Manny. He said Manny more like big Ben and not no Tom Brady. I don't think Manny got not one uh, rape charge, but you know, there's, you know, th- there's that. A whole, he's a wholesome guy, man. You know what I'm saying? Got 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 good kids. Yeah. Got you know family. You know he's a father figure and this motherfucker's a politician. He's, he's, uh, uh, he's a politician. Never mind. Oh shit! You never but, know what the politician. But he, but he's a public servant, man. He yeah, one hundred percent. Like the, he's one of the good ones. Yeah, and, and yeah, I, I, and that's that's one of the things. Like, like I have a like, I'm biased with Manny because like I watched one of Manny's like first like. Um, not it wasn't a pay per view, but it was a premium uh, television fight on Showtime with my pops. My pops just got out of jail and everything, and we was at this hotel down off of um, Short Vine, and it was a Manny fight, and Manny dominated. This man, Manny was like one twenty. He was fighting. Who he fight? I, I can't. I can't remember who he was fighting, but it was me, my uh, pops, and my uncle Sonny all at this hotel room watching Manny fight, and they was like, "Yo." That little Chinese motherfucker, cold. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, and I just been a, I've been a Manny fan ever since, man. And just oh, watch man. him, man, because like that, like that motherfucker's cold. But I but yeah, one hundred percent. And look, you know, he'll he'll act like he got a friend now because Ross agreeing with him. All right, I'm gonna remember that once Ross start talking that sexy shit again, uh huh. Act like you got a friend yeah, now. But at least, at least Ross is realistic with his with his Sixers talk, man. Mm-hmm. He realistic one, with it. One hundred, one hundred percent, man. I can give him. I can give him that, man. And like speaking speaking of Sixers, I think, man, like this series, you know, even though like you know JoJo's hurt, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna give them. Uh, Dang, you 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 straight up calling them JoJo now, huh? 
I fuck with him. I like him. <laughs> I mean, he I'm just, just always, I, I he just always <laughs> hurt, bro. He just always fucking hurt. And what and what, what was my preseason analysis about the Sixers? Why, oh why, yeah, why did not believe in them? Because your because your best player can't stay healthy, and until he stay healthy, you you can't bank on that, and, and that's one hundred percent. We right here, yes, well, and we and we right, and that's why it's just like you know, as much as the Sixers fans have faith and stuff, like you got to be very very wary because you like you're putting all of you putting all your you putting all your chips on a big man, yeah, and a big man who can't stay healthy, and Brooklyn and, is and, next. And it's a big man who all—he's always on the floor. He—he—he he, he falls a lot. He, That's got to. Yeah, he does fall a lot. He's, and it's the Philly curse. Allen Iverson fell a lot there. Yeah, Allen Iverson fell a lot. But you can't be seven foot and falling like that. Like shit, shit don't yeah, shit don't yeah, men right. Yeah. Shit don't men ball. right. Yeah. And then those lower like like those leg injuries when you big they like they don't ever get they that. different yeah like it's, it's what was bad it's what what did uh yao being in it's what did a whole lot of big men in those those tall motherfuckers Stoudemire, like those those leg injuries they 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 take you down but this is my thing right the hawks yeah y'all got them last game but the hawks are competitively in this series it's, it's tied up it's one one you're struggling with the hawks and if you just so happen to beat the Hawks, more than likely it's going to be Brooklyn. Um, but who's to say Milwaukee could turn it around? You know, and even and even then, Milwaukee is is going yeah. to pose some problems too. Yeah, either or. That's and, what I'm saying. Either or. I don't know if Philly can do what their fans are expecting. You know, if they <laughs> are going to be able to do it, it's definitely yo know, Joel's going to have to. He, he's going to have to be healthy. And like you and said, he, and, he, and here's my thing, and, and stay so, healthy. I, I I made this statement when you know that there was that post who had the better debut, um, Devin Booker or Trey Young. It's like that someone said, you know, Devin Booker has a better team. Trey did it by himself. That Hawks team don't sleep. They got some boys that can put up some buckets. Mm-hmm. Like say what you want, uh, the other uh, Bogdanovich. He can get a bucket. Yeah. John Collins ain't no slouch. And then you got Clint Capella playing defense. Clint Capella, like, man. Like when, like when Clint Capella was in Houston, let's not forget. Like they got rid of him because he he didn't really mesh well with what they with mesh well with what they were trying to do, but he could who. Yeah. Hey Ross, don't you see what Ross said, right? Yeah, I saw what he said. He'll ask him where Jarvis at. Where he at? Where they at do? But you know, here, Ross, don't ever say this again. He I don't care if he's shooting in the gym. Yeah. He's not shooting in the game. Mm-hmm. They're like when he starts shooting in the game, let's let's talk. Holla at me. I got like I, making it in the game. No, I I honestly don't need him to make it. Just shooting, just shoot to make them be like, you know what? I, I might need to guard you because because like some of some of them will go in. Some I of them will go in, no matter what. Because because that's my thing. Like, bro, Giannis what even this. What year is this for him? I don't care if he hit ten jumpers in a row. I, I ain't be, going bro, out there. I, I, I ain't I, going I, out there on him because I, this, the four-year scout report Hannon, is that I this. said this. I said this last season. <laughs> I said 
Say like you can't call Ben Simmons a star because he's the same player he was when he came into yeah. the league. Yeah. He's the exact same player exactly. that he was when he came he in when he was anything. like 19 years old. He did, he has not added. Okay, maybe that slight mid-range shot he added. He but added, that's and not. He's added his, his passing has gotten better. Um, but he was already a good passer. Yeah, he he did, was, hasn't added. But, he's, aspect but he, he did. He did. He did finesse those though, so it's like he was raw with it. Now he's more finesse with it, and also his finishing has gotten better. So he has progressed as a player. I'm not gonna sit up he's here got, and cap. He's gotten I, better because I don't want what I don't want is Philly to sit up here and act like I'm capping. Like, no, he he no, has gotten no. better, but okay, his weakness has not gotten better, and so and that and and that's, that's and that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm saying he's still the same player he yeah. was. Yes, he improved on things that he was already good at. Yeah. But you haven't you haven't gotten to be a bigger like a bigger and better player where you've added to your game. So you're still the same player. You're just the better player of who you already were. You're not you you're not anything different than who you were. You're still the same player that you were when you came in. It's just like when on your NBA like on if you do your my player and you do an athletic wing and you don't never add no three point you know yeah. points to him. Yeah. All you're gonna do is just gotta beat people off the dribble and try and get to the lane. Yeah. And it's gonna be it's gonna be a yeah. long, long career. A long career. If you better start adding the points. That's why I can't even play two K no more. They make you work too hard to get your player. But Ross I'm just like, waiting I'm just waiting for Madden. Whenever we in the same area, Ross, we can we can make it happen, bro. I owe you Ross, so I still I still I still owe Ross a uh, a night out on the town. So maybe we do something in DC. Y'all can have a three point shootout and I can help I, I can help Ross uh go shoot some threes. <laughs> yeah, man. We could we could do it. So who you got? So I know I know that we you know when we was on uh, the brew party we 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 talked about who we had coming out you know and yeah I had Milwaukee so I'm wrong about that I had Atlanta and I think I had Atlanta I might have had Philly winning because I said Joel was hurt so that didn't happen but I think going forward I had Atlanta moving forward and beating Washington and I had the Bucks so I, I'm looking pretty bad right now. But, you know, I, I can admit that. Um, I had L.A. because I was a homer. Phoenix went. Um, and I also had the math. So I, I'm really, I don't, I think I'm completely look terrible from what I said on a brew party, bro. But, hey, this shit happened. This shit, this shit ain't easy to predict. <laughs> what, what, so to kind of like deviate, since we already gave our picks, what do you think is going to be the best second round matchup? I think the best second round matchup is Philly and ATL. I really do. Um, they they evenly matched up, as you can see. That they're, they're one and one. Um, they've they've already split. They've already split a game. Um, I feel like Milwaukee's looking outmatched. They gotta they gotta go back to the drawing board. I don't know what happened with them. Like what? Like what? What, what, what the fuck happened? I thought they could play defense, but it's not looking like it. Um, Phoenix, I think, will win this series because, you know, Joker, even though Joker's the MVP, he he missing parts. So, you know, and key parts at that. So I just – Phoenix is already the two seed. So I I, I think they'll – I actually – but 
I actually think it's going to be a, a really good series still. I, it'll be a good because, series. Because adjustments will be made. Monty. Yeah, Monty. Monty real deal. Monty really went out like and and was like he put because remember going into the playoffs I said we gonna go like if DeAndre Ayton is balling and he be that X factor we gonna be a problem and what and I he said, been he been in this playoffs getting and, and busy what did I say I said I think that he can bro and, and so go ahead go ahead go ahead I just don't understand why the NBA has been sh- shying away from the player with the capability of an Ayton bro yeah. stop trying to go small. Put your Aiden on the floor and let him be a bully, especially when he can run like Aiden, bro. And and so, and, and face up. And, and here's my thing, Monty. He really was like, you know what? I'm gonna believe in you, and he like that. Like he said, Aiden, go out there and you gonna guard Jokic one on one. You're not gonna get no help. No help. You go. You gonna go out there and guard him one on one. And you know, Jokic got buckets. But all the other stuff that Jokic does is getting, you know, getting his rebounds, getting his assists. And he's working for his bucket, it, bro. It, it, it wasn't as easy because now if you guard Jokic one-on-one, he can't be that amazing passer that he is yep. and get all these assists. Yep. And the reason why I think it's still going to be a good series is because you had some of their, their role players not playing as well as they normally yeah, do. That was true. So I think you know, being in Phoenix, where we actually basically basically had a full stadium, mm-hmm. it's gonna give their role players hell. Mm-hmm. But when they go back to Denver, it's gonna you know kind of level out a little bit. And so I think it's gonna be a tougher game on the road for us. Although our role players have showed that they can play on the road, mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be a closer a closer game. So I think Denver's definitely gonna make it you know tough on on Phoenix on us. I agree. Um, I agree but with that. I think I'll edge it out, though. Yeah, I, that, and that's what I'm saying. I think I think this is going. I think this one has the possibility of going six or seven. Six or seven. Yeah. You know, I think I think this is one of those ones. Yeah. And once again, it's two I'm, and three. It should. Yeah. Go. And hopefully, yeah. Milwaukee gets it together and pushes it. That Brook that Brooklyn series can go six or seven too. I don't want to see a sweep, man. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be and, disappointed. And, and, and here's my thing: if I see a sweep with Brooklyn, I'm gonna give it. I'm going to give the title to Brooklyn just because, you know, they like they get like they're going to get rest. And then I feel like whoever they get next, they're going to run through them. But Phoenix, bro, Phoenix might be Phoenix might be everybody's kryptonite this year. Like, I I don't see the thing is, I like when it comes to when it comes to Brooklyn, like if we if we see Brooklyn in the the finals, that's going to be tough because of they like I think. They're gonna put either Harden, like they're gonna try, like on like on the defensive end, they're gonna try and get Harden, or KD, or Kyrie on Devin Booker, yeah. and that's that's a hard. And that, that's 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 check, and no, none of them can check. And, and, and if Booker gets on, because you like you see what Denver's trying to do when they get Aaron Gordon or when they get Aaron Gordon or Michael Porter Jr. on Devin Booker, that's who's that's who's taking the shot. <laughs> no, hey one Ross, even, no one even said that. No one, no but, one even said that. But, but Ross, I understand they may not run through y'all, but you gotta look. If the Hawks is giving y'all trouble, and I'm not scared, bro. I'm not scared to have confidence in my boys. I'm a realist. I'm yeah, like, nah, see, nah, see, no, it's the it's AJ's playing the universe, the universal balance game. He just being smart. Like, you gotta play that humble thing, and your team just keep. They keep doing what they've been doing. He's been doing it the whole right. Lakers series, and it worked. Why, why would he switch now? 
And he believes at home, oh, we're going to, we, we got this in the bag. But he's like, I'm going to keep saying, I don't know, man. I'm, ne- it's gonna I'm be never going to. Because, see, this is the thing. Y'all, because y'all, y'all don't really know me. When it come, when it actually comes to this, like I'll talk shit to certain people, but I ain't finna just be talking shit to all of y'all. Cause half the time, motherfuckers be coming at me with no logic. No logic. And no. and if you can, if, if we go, if we go talk some shit, we go, we gonna get some sound logic in this shit. And so I don't like. It's not that I don't have confidence. I understand. Like this team is fucking good. They're not the third seed for no reason. They have they yeah. have strengths. They have strengths that kind of like play into our weaknesses. Yeah. We also have strengths that yeah, play playing, into their weak, yeah. that play into their weaknesses. So and so I understand that. So it, and so once again, it's coming down to coaching. I personally believe Monty Williams should have been coach of the year. And book is gonna come. Book might be the difference because he might be the best. He might he might be the best talent left. Pure talent. I think. And so, and and once again, I like although. I, I do think Jokic will be the best player on the floor. I think as far as just like pure talent, like just scoring talent and getting your bucket, I think it's book. And so that plays a part of it. And once yeah. again, like I said, before before that Lakers series started, I said the pace, ha- the pace has been slowed, like slowed down when we got Chris Paul. But Booker's game is a very like playoff game. Mm-hmm. Get like being able to go ISO, being able to mm-hmm. go, you know, get your own bucket on the wing. Yeah. And that that works. And you saw in that closeout game with the Lakers, he was just like, all right, I'll do it. Let's go. And so that there's that. And you know, bro, like <laughs> I, <laughs> but, Hey, Ross, man, you, you're a funny guy. Yeah, he a funny guy. But I, I'm looking. I'm also another tight series, man. Another close one is going to be this Utah and the Clippers, and the reason is, yeah, the Clip. I mean, Utah. They got the one. They got the one game lead, but it's like it's Kawhi, man. Kawhi has answered so far every time. He going when when it come down to it, Kawhi is going to show you. Yeah. Why the fuck he's Kawhi? <laughs> like. Yeah, I understand. You know he, you know he, he's had some moments, but he gonna show you why the fuck he Kawhi and do what he do. And Kawhi is at Kawhi is at a point now where it's almost like, kind of like Joel. Like if he's healthy, oh buddy. And Kawhi's got those knees. Like it's almost like it's just it's just like something that he's gonna have to deal with for the rest of his career. It almost seems like because they like like when they first got there, they was like talking about load management. But now, like, if you actually look at the words, they're talking about injury management. They're not calling it load management no more. Whatever so it I is, think I, so. this boy has, back against the wall, his knees look fine to me. That's all I'm going to say. In road playoff games, must-win situations, I'm not even going to say, like, do or die games, like, win or go home, but just must-win situations for your team. He's showing up. And you know, personally, I don't like Kawhi. And see, that's the that's the difference between me and some of your fan base, Ross. They don't understand how to just say that. I don't I don't like Kawhi personally. But I'm not gonna sit up here and part my mouth and act like Kawhi is not elite, bro. He's elite. And Fuck that we not finna dance around none of this shit. Cause cause I like, yo. Mike Johnson was coming in the chat talking about, oh, 
in his his first two playoff series, Luca has performed better than LeBron. Luca's at home right now. Luca's at home right now. Guess what? Luca's zero and two in the playoffs. So regardless regardless of what you're talking about about anybody performing better than LeBron, LeBron got into the playoffs and won his first his first playoff series, and then he lost to the Detroit Pistons, who ended up who I believe, that, who Luka, who, who I believe lost in the Eastern Conference Finals or the championship that year. And then that second year, LeBron they, took that team to the finals, bro. And but that same Pistons team went on to become champions, bro. Like that was no slouch Pistons squad, like. And so I'm not trying to hear that. Yeah, yeah. Luca's Luca's numbers look Luca's numbers look good and whatever. But it don't matter because guess what? People was telling me Devin Booker wasn't shit, but a good player on a bad team. They were telling me yep. that for a long time. And so, so yeah, Luca's putting up numbers, but I, you telling you telling me LeBron didn't perform? LeBron performed because he ain't. LeBron hasn't lost a first round series until a week ago. <laughs> Fuck you talking about? You you Bro, see what I'm saying? Because you, you say you're an original hater. And then no. want people to treat you like you're not a hater. I don't understand it. Cause here's my thing: everyone talk about how LeBron ain't a winner, but then LeBron wins, and now you comparing them to motherfuckers who ain't won shit. How how we do that? Where you do that at? You talking about a motherfucker who he don't like? He's he's not a great because he don't he don't win in the clutch moments. Yo, guy ain't never been in no clutch moment because he ain't never sent nobody home. He yeah. always go home. Yeah, that's why there's certain there's certain people that I ain't even talking to in the group no more because it's like, bro, you're not a you're not a realist. It's it's like bro, I just said with the Kawhi example. Personally, <laughs> I don't like Kawhi, but I'm not gonna sit up here and act like this man don't be delivering. And I and I know he delivers because I be in my living room sick. I be like, no, like come on, like damn it, he's doing it again. So it's like. If a person is making me feel like that, I can't say that he's trash. Regard, I, I, I can say that I don't like him. That's the only thing that's that's legitimate. But I have to say, like he he's he's an elite baller in the league, bro. And if I say anything else, then I'd be capping. And so and, like, I just and, I just want some of the some of the supporters in our Facebook group. Y'all gotta start keeping it real, especially when it's something other than y'all team. Facts. And, and here's my thing. I can like I can acknowledge I don't like prefer this player. I don't think that this player is on this level that some people put him at. But guess what? I can recognize what they have done. I can recognize their accomplishments because mm -hmm. I've, I've had conversations with you and Hill that I personally, you know, don't kind of like I don't put Kobe above certain people. But I understand what he's done and the accomplishments that he has done. So if I'm gonna if I'm gonna argue that stuff, I'm gonna tell you why I have him there. But I'm not gonna disrespect or discredit anything he has done. Yeah. And I like and I'm not like and here's the thing like I'm not a super LeBron truther either. Like I don't like I, I'm not one of those people who follow players. If you know me, I don't go nowhere. I criticize like, I'm, LeBron. I'm, I'm 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 one I'm one All of like if if it if it ain't my team like. I don't care is good or good, bad or indifferent. I don't care, but I'm gonna be real with you about who you are. And a lot of motherfuckers hate on LeBron. Talk about he don't do this. He's he's not this. He's not that. But you can't say he's not this when the motherfucker has championships. Some of y'all motherfucker best like players that you put up. Oh, he's the best player in the league. He's he the MVP. Nothing. He ain't done, done like he can't hold a candle <laughs> for LeBron. 
just like just like and my favorite my favorite word is nuance mm -hmm. there's a lot of nuance people you know ignore Let's when they talk, talk about, about when, they, when, about when, when they when they talk about certain players i've not like I, I understand lucas like lucas balling he's balling but but, but where people have put luca is kind of like premature they, they crowning them bro because like like i said before if Russell Westbrook was doing some of the things that Luca was doing, the bad things that Luca does, he would get killed because Russell Westbrook has gotten killed for it. But Luca don't get killed. For I see Luca shoot air balls and transition. And Luca, Luca has gotten better with his three ball in the playoffs. I can't lie about that, bro. Forty percent from the free throw. But thank you. Come on, bro. Like I like put me at the line. That? Put me at the line. I might be able to do a One little bit more than forty. One of those Clippers games was lost at the free throw line. By Luca. So, Hold on, wait, 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 Ross. I understand what you're saying about bubble Braun doesn't count, but the bubble made Booker. No, the bubble don't didn't make Booker. The bubble didn't make Booker. Y'all just started noticing Booker because of the bubble, because he didn't he didn't put up seventy points in the bubble. He didn't put up fifty points in the bubble. Y'all just started realizing that, when and that's because seventy. Like, what? What's book? Doesn't book? Book is second in our lifetime with the highest points, right? Yeah, because I think it was eighty-one and then seventy. So, like, bro, one when book when when y'all got book, I told AJ, I said, bro, I seen book in high school, I seen him in AAU. Book is the real deal, and I and I was using a book emoji then and it's like now the world's on it and so it's like it like aj said the world took notice in the bubble and that's why i hate when people try to slate try to slight the bubble we're, we're about to come out of this pandemic probably let thanks me, to the let, bubble let, let, let me let me let me let let me act let me tell you this there's no such thing as the bubble was easy you know why the bubble the bubble might be harder the bubble saved than, america bro but like, no, no, no 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 just just hear me out the bubble might have been a harder championship than any other year you want to know why can't go because home. no role players played out of their mind in the bubble yeah, you have mother bro look at tyler hero and duncan robinson now nothing they were now, like, let me, let me, I'll take that bro, back. Let me take that back. Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero were playing out of their mind. You know why? Because they had they, they didn't have to worry about crowd. They didn't have to yeah. worry about pressure. It was yeah. like going to ball at LA Fitness. Yeah. It because was. you don't got you don't have nobody in your ear. You don't have nobody mentally screaming in your head. Hey, Luca, Luca's out there shooting the fucking lights out at the free throw line, but now he's shooting forty six percent. Because guess what? Last year they didn't have nobody. They, they didn't have nobody in his crowd. They look. didn't have nobody waving his face in his his face <laughs> in his face. You dig what I'm saying? Like you can't tell me that the like like you're gonna discredit the bubble when that shit is fucking difficult. This shit is like, bro, like that's that's just like that's welcome, just like. Welcome to the show, man. Welcome, yeah, welcome to the yeah, show, man. yeah. We, we funny, yeah. We funny <laughs> as hell. We funny as shit because we gonna we gonna we gonna we gonna talk about it. If you got any problems, let's address it, baby yeah, boy. Yeah. Because guess what? You can't tell me at the bubble. Like, go back, go back and look at those buff, like oh, those oh, bubble. Oh, oh. He those, did say, and that one of the real things that he finally did say today is that he been said that he would have cared if his if the Sixers won. So it's like it's like, bro, then all right. So if you would care that the Sixers won it, then why slight somebody else who won it? It's like I'm trying to get people to be consistent. It's like. 
Come on, bro. Like, if you would care that your team won it, you can't really say that it don't count if somebody else wins it because See, that is the definition of cap right there. That's and a that's a that's different all, rule for for this group than it is for this group. Like, if you're gonna set rules, let's apply the rules to everybody. That's all that I'm saying. So, and, and here's my thing, and I don't like re- revisionist realism. Stand on the shit you say, because to me that to me that's real. Like to me, if you can if you can stand on, be like, you know what? Yeah, I don't like this, and even if it happened with my team, I still wouldn't I wouldn't count it. Because to me that's real. Because to mm-hmm. me that's showing that you actually stand on those morals and that's what you believe. Just like when Hill said, well, because I don't like to play in games. And Hill would have been like, well, if y'all had to play off playing games in the bubble, would you have liked it? I said no, because we, yeah. we didn't deserve it. And that was real. We didn't, we, we, didn't, we, didn't, we didn't do enough throughout the season to get there. And I mean that. But I and like we didn't that. deserve I, it. I love to play in games. So I don't know. Listen. I, 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 I'm not going to Because the Lakers might say, not have made it this year without 100%. But I'm not going to sit up here and say that I didn't enjoy the basketball when we got it. But I still don't like the concept of the play-in game. But you I don't enjoyed, like the but but because, you but you did enjoy it, and, and because I, 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 I respect I enjoy that. basketball. But look, but look, I respect the fact. You see what I'm saying? Because the average person, if we were dealing with somebody else, they would have said, "I didn't, I didn't even enjoy the play in games, knowing that they would have been in their house like, oh, it's lit." You feel me? So it's like I respect the fact that you you can be constructive with it. It's like my mom right. would say, like you know that. You don't like the format, but you do understand, like, you are a basketball fan. I'm going to watch basketball if they put it on TV, especially if I ain't doing nothing else or if ain't nothing else on. And I don't like I, I don't know if this why not AJ from Ross is asking why I don't like the playing games, but that's kind of how I'm going to answer it. To me, the playing games, like, I, I come from a generation where we didn't get participation trophies. And I think that adding that opportunity is kind of, pushing towards that participation trophy because it's almost like because like it's like if you have a requirement and you don't meet the requirement then it's like but oh i tried so hard to get there and then they'd be like okay you did put it you did try hard you came up short because we like you we're gonna let you kind of get in and that's what i don't like about it no these are the requirements. You didn't make. You didn't meet the requirements. But I like. I like. We came. Listen. We came off a bubble year. Right. Teams, teams had very very little preparation time. I actually liked it because I can. Un- so so the re- I understand. I understand why they did it because, like you said, it was a shortened off season mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But just going forward, if things get back to normal, that's when I'm like, we don't need this but, plan. But man. but. Even if it did get into normal, there were some times when a team may have started out clicking, right? Mm-hmm. Doing very well. But then, like, teams make those trades or make those moves before the All-Star break or before the deadline, right? And now, what if in the second half I'm trending, right? And now that team you know that what? Did, hold on, hold on, let me finish. That team that did well early, they're starting to trend down, right? But it's like we're at the same place on the bubble, but maybe they're one game ahead of me. And but they've been on the they're trending downward and I'm trending up. So it's like now we got the play in game. All right. They can continue to trend downward at the playing game. I can continue trending upward and actually 
really maybe make some noise in the playoffs. If you're trending downward, you'll exit the playoffs as you should. And I don't think it's nothing wrong. Like in college basketball, we love the bubble teams. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go here first. When you said, you know, if you make a mid-season trade mm-hmm. and then you start trending up, make the trade earlier. <laughs> I, I agree with Jarvis right here, man. They should just add two more seeds. <sighs> I would like it, man. Because the tournament the uh, part is the best part. Like every, the 64 teams can get narrowed quick. All this, it ain't got to be seven series in the first series. Like make the first series five. You feel but see, me? but see, here's my thing. Once, once you kind of do that, then it's just like, all right, because right, what really the NBA is worried about. Because the, the the NBA, the reason why they took the first round series from five to seven games is because in five games you had an opportunity for your top seed to kind of get bounced quicker. And you were starting to lose some of your stars. So they moved it to seven so they can let the stars progress. Because in, in basketball, basketball is really one of the only sports where it's not a lot of like, you know, no, if factor in it. Usually yeah. in basketball, the better team wins. Yeah. But you know, if you have a five game series and you know you you know steal a game, then you win, you know, two at home, then next thing you know, you won. So I, I, so I, I understand why they did it to seven games. Shit, look, Ross just texted me personally. I gotta check that. I'm sure that I'm sure that's funny. <laughs> but um so 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 there's that. But here's my thing. Why expand it when just win your games? Win your games and get to the playoffs. No, I, you know what you you know what you have to do that, to get. But it's like it's a eighty. If we're doing it on a regular season, right? Which I agree with a second time today. Like I don't agree with Jarvis a lot, but damn it, um, he said I literally don't care about the regular season. Let's the NBA regular season is eighty two games normally, that's right? That's my point. Like, like why are we devalue? Like to me, adding all these teams is deep. Like it's gonna devalue the listen, regular season even more. People. But it's already too long, especially when the trade deadline is so late compared to the uh, – it's like it ain't really halfway. It's like a little past halfway. So it's like now once we do make those last adjustments, we don't have the same amount of time to make an impact as we did prior to the deadline. So it's like, all right, shorten the season a little bit. Make it 65, 70 games instead of 82, and then add those, add, add those playing games. Where, where the games actually mean something. And y'all know me. Every Everybody who, who plays video games online, who tries to get canon to play exhibition games, you know I hate exhibition games. I want to play season games with the money on the line where they really mean something. Yeah, and I, I, I get that. But it's like when you are at, like when you are adding all of this. So I just read Ross's question. from He, he sent me the text. Um, he said, it. so what he was saying, he circled, um, uh, a statement. He was saying that people say bronze performance in the bubble and that ring in the bubble doesn't count, but people became fans of people and people propped up other people because of their bubble performance. Yeah, and they were so, and I feel right. Like, and that's why right. I say Ross be keeping, that's bro. Yeah. He keep Ross it real. be kicking facts, bro. 
And Ross can appreciate greatness even when it ain't on his team. And so it's the same as me. Like, Kawhi ain't on my team. I don't like Kawhi, but I will never, ever minimize the fact that he went to Toronto and did the unthinkable. Even I didn't think that he could do it. You feel me? And I don't won care it. what happened with the he, injuries and all he of that. Won it. He won yeah. that motherfucker and left. Yeah, so, bro. He should have so, stayed. And, he might have won back to back, honestly. And it was Kawhi possible. would have stayed... And y'all, that's, yeah, that's another thing. Lakers, would, as much as y'all hate the Lakers bubble chip, they would have never got it if Kawhi would have stayed. Because, cause they was basically gonna run it back with they that was team. Gonna run it back because they almost got back without Kawhi. Exactly, but um, and here's my thing, like, cause it's like it's all it's also an issue that I have with the college football playoff series, is because now. Like, I, I like hate the college football playoff series, bro. Because it's devalued. That like, because re- remember back in the day, if your team would eight, like, like went, like if, if if Ohio State went eight and three and ended up playing in the Rose Bowl against USC, that shit was like that shit was glory. That shit people it's love playing in the Rose Bowl. The people love people yeah. love playing in the Orange Bowl. Yeah. Oh, you going to the Sugar Bowl? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, like we we are we going to a bowl? It, it it was still prestigious. Now it's like if you don't if you don't go undefeated or win like lose one game and get to the playoffs your entire season Which didn't matter was my so, argument aj if you expand the playoff field of college football but no you can, but listen you but can see, name it after those bowls and but that but, 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 but they're doing but they're, significance but, again but they're doing but they're doing that now like because now you got the fiesta bowl um those new year six bowls like and like some of those they've been formed into the like those playoff games but it's like well, if you don't like if you don't have a chance, then that's it. Because my whole thing is, if we're gonna only like a, like if if we're only gonna prop up these teams that go undefeated or lose one games, you know, then it's th- then what are we doing this for? And like, okay, the BCS championship was <laughs> a, yes. like. Let me ask you this though: go through the B- go through the BCS championship and ask you how many teams you felt didn't belong there. No, maybe one or two, but but that's what I'm saying. Part, oh, but for the most the, part, they was, got the shit was, right, and they still respected the other bowls. They made a they made a big spectacle out of the nine. The, the they made five bowls elite, and they still made the Chick Fil A bowl, the Minor Key. All of those other bowls were still because there. Bro, remember like remember back in like the like the early to mid two thousands, bowl season was something like amazing. Like I would literally watch bowl seasons from Christmas all the way to the championship game. Yeah. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah, because all of those because all of those bowls meant something. When you were like when Florida State was in the Orange Bowl, like even if we wasn't playing for a championship, we were in the Orange Bowl. Like we yeah. Orange Bowl champions. Yeah. That was that's a, that's something to yeah. hang your hat on. Yeah. The the Ohio State would go up against USC or Oregon yeah. or UCLA in the Rose Bowl Every and be time. like, "We Rose Bowl champions." Yeah. You go, you have the SEC teams and the the Sugar Bowl and be like, "We Sugar Bowl yeah. champions." Mm-hmm. And it like to me, it it propped up your season so much more, even if you weren't a national championship, like uh, a national the BCS mm-hmm. national champion. And so that's why, and even still, to me personally. If you're gonna expand the team, like expand the teams in the playoffs, which I'm totally against, because of these players aren't getting paid, and you add more games to to their well, schedule, well, they're possibly about to get paid. In Not some, no no no. In no. Some areas. That, that, the, but see, the thing is, the name and image and likeness is not what I'm talking about. I'm oh, talking yeah. about 
I can count really? on my check. Yeah, okay. I can uh, count on my check after every single time I step on the yeah, field. I feel for you. every for everybody. Yeah, that's a long and so, way out. You see what I'm saying? And so, like to me, if you expand the playoffs, I don't like it because they're not getting paid. But if you do, I'm not gonna like it unless you give a certain number of like you know uh, teams outside the Power Five at large bids into this playoffs. Like last year, Cincinnati should get a chance. Mm-hmm. You know, some of those, like, you know, yeah. back in, like back then, UCF should get a chance. Yeah, I was because, upset about because, that. And because UCF. That, because that's why people had uh, issues with the BCS, because you had teams like Boise State and stuff going undefeated, but you have a one-loss LSU team getting to the BCS championship over an undefeated team. So that's where people had those issues. Or you have like an Oklahoma team or something like that. Hey, we should be there. But you don't get in. So it needs to be a certain level of, you know, beast like, you know, a group of five teams to get in. And then they also need to limit, you know, teams from a certain conference because, yeah. you know, just because everyone thinks the SEC is this power conference, it's extremely top heavy outside of, you know, Alabama and Georgia and then maybe, you know, Florida and LSU yeah. flip flip flop from time yeah. to time. Yeah, Vanderbilt. You got Yeah, and so so but they but they would give them nods over some yeah, teams. They would. And, and, All the and time. to me it's just and like to me that. like like a three a three a three loss Georgia team or a three loss LSU team or a two loss Georgia team doesn't need to get in over a a, a one loss Memphis or yeah, an undefeated not. Cincinnati or something like that. Conference because, USA, come on now. Because 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 that's what that's what's gonna make this playoff you know, as people like to say, fair, mm-hmm. because now we're going off record like, oh, now strength of schedule. But they played the strength. They, they've played this team that they've lost to twice. Why are you putting them in here? Put them against a team that they haven't seen yet. Yeah. And, like, if you look at that Cincinnati-Georgia uh, game from last year, if uh, Big Wiggins didn't get, you know, uh, uh, all, like tossed out of that game, I believe, and a couple of things, UC was giving them motherfuckers a run for their money. It was getting worked. And so, you know, I, like if we're going to expand the playoffs, we need to make sure that it's, you know, giving opportunities for certain teams. And so, and, but that happened too often and they gave the worst reasoning for pushing teams out. Uh, I think he's, because I think he's talking, Cannon, we was heavy on that and we know that they have to make it fair for all yeah. schools. No, he's talking school. about the computer and how just they did oh, yeah. things and how they picked yeah, it time. They, they it waited. It was definitely flawed, and we were excited about the playoff initially. But when they said that it was going to be four teams, I knew that it was going to be worse than the BCS because the BCS was what? Ten teams because it was yeah. five bowls total. There were five right. BCS right. bowls. Exactly. So it's like you and just cut out. That- you just and got like, out six teams. And, and that was my point about devaluing the regular season because yeah. now it's like if we're not in that top four, it's like why are we doing this? Yeah, I, I, didn't, I, I didn't get that. And that's why yeah, you and Hill, well, Hill specifically, he ain't up here, but Hill specifically killed me, y'all. I said I, I never agreed with the 14 playoff. I wanted a playoff, but I said it has to be eight teams minimum. You know, I feel like if you had 18 minimums and you have two bubble teams, that's 10. That was like the BCS still. So it's kind of the same thing, just the format change. But if you literally take it to four teams, like, bro, what what are the rest of college football playing for? Like like AJ said, you have now taken the prestige out of me not making it to the national championship, but making it 
to the Rose Bowl. The Rose Bowl prior to the national championship, if it was a year where a big team team and a, they called and a that shit twelve team they was called, undefeated, yes, it got the national chip. The granddaddy of, of them, them all. all. But it was still, if it wasn't the national chip game and it was by itself, it stood. It still held a lot of weight. So it was like, I don't like the fact that that's changed about college football. But hey, like you said earlier, AJ, it's capitalistic. So it's like, what 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 can you do? Money grab. And and, and here and here's my thing. If they didn't go to the playoffs and devalue the college football regular season, you know one thing that would that they wouldn't have to complain about anymore. What? Players sitting out for bowl games. Yeah, because players wanted those bowl games. They was they used to player, get packs, bro. Players <laughs> players used to love the bowl games. Yeah, they used to like, get stuff. You, you talk you talk about oh Leonard Fournette and Christian McCaffrey and J Jadavian Clowney are mailing it in because now it's just like I'm not playing for nothing no more. Yeah. And you you want people to be so loyal to these teams? I guarantee you, if you actually make it seem like they're playing for something. Yeah. Then it's gonna give them a lot more hope. Yeah, we've seen the like, same. Let's be honest. We've seen the same team almost. Like Alabama's and Clemson have been in the college football bro, playoff. Flip, so flip many a times. coin. Like, flip it's a like, coin. Georgia, Georgia should really be ashamed but it's of not themselves. Even, but it's not even fair, bro. Like that they've been in that many, and it's not even. How how old is the college football playoff? It's like twenty thirteen. They've been, they've been in almost all of them, if I if I'm not mistaken. So it's like one of one of the other two teams. Clemson because Florida State has the last BCS championship yeah, against yeah. Auburn. Yeah, shout out to Jimbo, man. Yeah, and we got our ass whooped by Oregon in that first yeah, playoff game. Yeah, so that fu- that that fumble that fumbles that's st- that shit still haunts me. Well, you had to bring that up. I know, kind of fucked it, kind of fucked my vibe up. Bitch, you're killing my motherfucking vibe. Turn my motherfucking oldies on. <laughs> hey, that CD is a classic, bro. Like, have you like how many times have you just gone back to Good Kid, Mad City, and realized like uh, this shit, this shit, money really, trees, man, money trees. This shit song, really bro. is like that. Shit really is a fucking classic, and it's it's also the skits. I do like the skits. Don't like the skits on a lot of albums, but I do like it on that one. You know, you know, you know. Three Six Mafia and Rough Riders used to have the best skits. Yeah, they that especially especially Riders. on that. <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think it, I think it was that Drag On album. Oh my god, yeah. them skits used to be funny as but shit. Three Six skits too, man. Like and the Rough Riders, like they DNY used to be on those skits. That's why. Oh uh, yeah, and they was they was just real cats. So it's like. Those skits was hilarious, bro. Oh yeah, we I I I, I dropped the ball because I was supposed to post a video on this, but uh, the no shit, we keep tapping shit. Go ahead, put it put it up, put it up, put it up. The Atlanta Falcons and the Tennessee Titans they made a trade. Julio was in Tennessee. He yeah, out man. there in Nashville with Ryan Tannehill now. How, what what do you think this does for for the Tennessee's postseason aspirations? I think it definitely boosts their postseason aspirations, um, especially if I think Julio should be able to be healthy because now he's not he's not dependent to be the guy because now you got to pick your poison on, on Tennessee now now they got they got a legitimate run game 
They got a legitimate number one and number two. And they have a quarterback that has been, I mean, say what you say about Tannehill, but he's been making the right plays for them. So it's like, you know, they were. Because he's not with Adam Gates no more. And they were pretty good last year. So I think that, come, I don't think that adding Julio can hurt this team. Oh, 100%. Here's my only thing. As long as they remember that you are a run-first team. Yeah, got to remember that. You're good. Don't turn into the Kansas City Chiefs. No. You need to you need to realize Derrick Henry is the reason why, why Julio even thought about coming mm-hmm. to Tennessee. But Julio Continue. should be wide open now on a play action. That's my point. But let me ask you this. If the Kansas City Chiefs is still running at full throttle, who would you take, Kansas City or Tennessee? At, at both teams' peak, who would you who do you think would be uh, more scary? Uh, just because of the quarterback, I, 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 Tannehill's not a Mahomes. I, I like Mahomes better than Tannehill, and I do like Tannehill. So don't think that I'm slighting him. You know, out of journeyman quarterbacks, Tannehill's probably one of my it, favorites. One hundred percent. I just like I want one. He has the guts. I like people with guts. Um, I hate timid quarterback. I don't feel like quarterback should be a shy person or scared to go downfield or hesitant to let it rip. I like that about Tannehill, but let's not act like Pat Mahomes hasn't been one of the best youngest young quarterbacks that we've seen coming to the game for what he's done so far. You know, I hate crowning people early, but I feel like he deserved it. Yeah, he, he's one of the ones that yeah, deserved yeah, it. Yeah, I feel like he's living proof. You, you feel me? So it's like if they're both at full peak, I, I got to go Kansas City. And also, uh, to me, Andy Reid is a better coach. So, um, Absolutely. I, I, and I, I, I think, Kansas I think, City. But I, I, I like Tennessee. I've always had a special place for Tennessee because of Steve McNair and Eddie George and Dyson and, and the one yard. That was probably the best Super Bowl that I've ever seen. That um, was crazy. So, you know. And I'm going to say this for Hill because I know Hill has said this, but – if they turn into a pass first team, they really gonna miss Arthur Smith. Like we can't we can't sleep on them losing Arthur Smith uh to the Falcons, uh, ironically enough. Yeah. So, you know, we just have to we have to sit back and, and watch that as well. Um I do wanna say something before we get out here, because I remember uh, you know, right when the season ended, I said on this platform that Ben Roethlisberger would be the worst quarterback in the AFC North. And because of that, they it, it, they like, like they may finish last in that division. Yeah. And I've seen a couple publications come out and they've posted this now. Mm-hmm. And I just want y'all to know I said what the fuck I said. You gotta drop the slogan, so, man. <laughs> hey, look, so look, listen to me now. <laughs> uh, believe me later on I tried to tell you motherfuckers that don't be sold on Ben Roethlisberger and these Steelers come next season because he's fucking old <laughs> yes F-V-O unruly you heard what the fuck I said bathroom Ben is going to be the worst quarterback in the AFC North and you he go old, you, he old, and, guess what, and guess what and guess what? He Mike, Tom- Mike Tomlin might get his first losing season this season. 
Because as much as everyone wants to talk about what the Bengals didn't do for their offensive line, go look at the Steelers' death chart and see what they did on the offensive line. Go look at it. But they drafted Najee Harris for first round. Hey, man. Say what you want, but I, I personally, there's an old adage in, in, in football circles that a running back is only as good as his offensive line. Some and then, there are some transcendent right. ones that don't need it. So we'll see. We'll see. I remember, I, I remember I remember Joe Mixon leading the AFC with you know one of the worst offensive lines in the AFC, but we're not gonna talk about that. What we're gonna talk about is bathroom Ben and his trick elbow and how y'all went started eleven and zero and finished what oh and five with a loss to the Bengals. Oh, I'm ready yeah, for it. Yeah, I'm about to type, say go that. ahead. Yeah. Go, go ahead. Type type that out. Let's see. Let's see what the friendly wager is. Because when it comes to that, I'm I'm gonna talk. Because like I said before, you heard what I said, <laughs> and I ain't running from none of that. Y'all funny man. Listen, I ain't sold on nothing. Ben Roethlisberger at this point in his career. Why so. would you? And. You know, I was I, I was I was pulling for Juju early on, but it's but, like hold it's on, wait, what like, the, what what did me and Hill tell you when yeah. AB left? What what did we say Y'all was gonna happen? What did we say it. was gonna happen to Juju? And it's looking like it, man. That's so it's like I don't know, Ben. I don't know. And can you put up? Uh, hey, look. Just know if if we have a better record. I, you know where to find me. Just make sure I can find you. Yeah, Mark ain't gonna be running. Mark don't run now. Okay, that's all I. That's all I ask for. Cause as much as people want to talk, look. Hey, yo, Juju is dumb as fuck. Why wouldn't you go to Pat Mahomes, bro? Loyalty, man. Loyalty is gonna Why? be the, loyalty. These teams, loyalty these, is one these, of the biggest tricks. These teams ain't loyal to you, though. Bro, loyalty. That's the thing. Was hey, invented hey, by slave masters, bro. Hey, FVO unruly. I don't want to hear. I'll be here. I don't run. You said let's make a wager. <laughs> don't type. Don't type nothing else in this chat if you ain't giving me your terms and conditions. Cause it's just like when I open up my iPhone, I will check box. I agree to terms and conditions. If you ain't typing that, we ain't got nothing else to talk about, Playboy. Playboy, Playboy. Cause we go, we gonna get these terms and conditions, and then we are gonna end this podcast. So yeah. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm gonna allow you time to, to think of that. And in the meantime, what I will ask is, Cannon, what's up? Summer music, man. What are you looking for? So I don't even really know if I'm looking for anything, man. Right now, I, I got a, I got a steady rotation of J Cole. Hmm. Um. T Grizzly built for whatever, and Voice of the Heroes, Little Baby and Little Dirt. So I, I really ain't that. I don't. I ain't really looking for nothing right now. I'm happy right now with what I have. I'm enjoying that. And if some other fire drops, I, I'll just add that too. So it's like I, I feel like music is in a good space right now. I really do. Um, and that's and remember that episode I did by myself, and I was talking about music, and I was like, hey. Say what you want. Like yeah. we got, we got some motherfucking heat out yeah, here. Yeah, it's some heat, bro. And and <laughs> man, listen, little baby is different. 
Yeah, he different, man. Little baby different, man. I, I, who was it? Who who was it that dropped that list and it had little baby on it? And you was like, hold on, wait a minute, what's this? I still listen. I still wouldn't put him top ten all time yet, but I'm just saying he he probably will end up there if his trajectory keeps going. But it's just like, damn, you know me about, about longevity, he, but he's he's like a baby Drake, bro. It's like, but I, let, let, and, and but here's the thing, Cannon, like. If I send you some of his old shit, nah, I'm hip, bro. I'm it, a baby. Bro, Listen, I'm a fan, he, bro. <laughs> he ain't he ain't missed since yeah, he never, came he's never out. Really missed, bro. And he did like it wasn't like he was an underground rapper, and he was you know finally yeah. popped. The first shit you heard is like a hit. Hey, Pete, P and Coach K told yeah. me to start rapping, yeah, so here so I, I, I get, I get, I get, I I get out this, and yeah. this is the shit that you getting. Yeah. And he getting better. Yeah, he and really get he really get and, better. And and now he's on he bro. He took Drake like he took everybody's guy. Yeah. On that Drake track and was just like, give me that. That's mine. Yeah. Like, I know I know the show three pack, but I'm gonna put my verse on it. This is my song. Yeah. I mean, bro, voice of the hero. He said, he said, you just can't call yourself the hero. You gotta put the cape yeah, on and come through and save the day. So I, was like, I said, bro, like, stop, bro. I, and I like the concept of that album, bro. I like they got, bro, they got personas, or what do you call it um, when someone has another name it starts with an M? I, it's escaping me right now. They got Moxie, a, a moniker, like a moniker. Okay, we're both of them. The voice and yeah, the hero, the voice yeah, and yeah. the hero, and I, and I feel like it truly does apply. Like I feel like Dirk is the voice. Like he, because Dirk sometimes like he his bars don't even gotta be hot. They just sound good. He can just make them sound good. And so when he do get serious and do decide to spit, it's even so. It's like he definitely that's the what voice. you know. You know what's funny. Me and uh, me and my brother, uh, you know Mario. We was yeah, talking about this yeah. today because we was talking about Dolph, and we just be, we was just like, "Yo, Dolph be talking." Yeah, he do be talking. It don't always be like rhyming mm -hmm. and shit like that. But if you just listen to what it, this motherfucker saying, like this shit is still like this shit is like you can like it shit you can feel like it shit the motherfuckers like really talking and experience. Say less. <laughs> Yep. Well, what, what you know, since we don't, what, what's the what, what's the hero in Pooh Shiesty say? I mean, what's the voice in Pooh Shiesty say? <laughs> get it back in blood. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, because you're gonna have to get a big burr row jersey. You know what I'm saying? But Who they? but that's Who another they? thing too. Who that that helped Dirk Dirk. because Dirk Dirk has some of his best verses that I've heard from him, like trying to trying to keep up with Baby. Um, and and here's my thing, like, cause what, cause like when. When Dirk be on songs by himself and stuff like that, he do that like melodic singing, yeah, yeah. like. But you know, when you get out there with Baby, you just gotta. And, bring. and, and if you if you hear this motherfucking verse, you'd be like, "Oh hell no!" Nah. Like, yeah. run that back, <laughs> run it back, Turbo. Let me do what. Let me do mine over. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it was just like, you know, it it, it to me, this is one of the better collab albums that we've had. Yeah, because and, and I was thinking the same thing, bro. And and then also it's just like you can tell these motherfuckers recorded this shit together. Yeah, they spent a lot of time together. They they really they, bro. Even that Khaled track, bro. They they ran that Khaled track. That and that's really why when I started texting y'all, I'm like, yo, Voice of the Heroes, like they said it's happening. And one, I, I like the fact that 
they didn't cap, bro. Like, how many times bro. have you heard we gonna do a collab album and it never happened? They literally said bro. we gonna do a collab album, started working on it the next day, finished it in two weeks, and got it to us in, less, we, <laughs> in less than a can month. We, can, we, can, can we get J. Cole and Kendrick? I've been waiting for that for years, bro. I don't can think we, it's gonna yeah, happen. It's no, it's never. That's never gonna happen. That's, that's, that's gonna why happen. I applaud these two. They they put their egos aside. They said, "Bring what you bring to the table, and bring to them, and and we gonna do." album for the people i feel like it's really for the people man that was oh, my theme shit. music in miami man oh facts um really you just actually made this bet easy for me yeah the bet can be tomlin's gonna have his first loser season i'll take that bet yeah hundred dollars and hundred dollars and a jersey whoever lose gotta get pay up a hundred and a All jersey. Right, that's a good bet that's a good that's bet. a good bet i'm gonna have it tomlin gonna have his first losing season that's just in stone well, aj yeah you you made your bed, you lie in it. So and you buy yourself with that one. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Cause I, I sleep good. I sleep good regardless. Motherfucker, we just went four and twelve. You think I'm worried about that? Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what I'm saying? Listen, so, I ain't worried, man. One hundred percent. Hey, but we appreciate all of you for coming to join us for episode one oh eight. I'm AJ. That's Cannon for Hill. We are the three man weave podcast. And just because we got the energy don't mean we got the motherfucking time. Hey. Make sure you follow us at 3manweave underscore on Instagram and Twitter. You email us any questions that you have at podcast.3.man.weave at gmail.com. If you are a YouTube viewer, make sure you subscribe and turn our notifications on. Make sure you like that little thumbs up button. You click that thumbs up button. Leave a comment because that's going to help more people find us. If you listen to us in Apple Music, Google Play, or whatever, make sure that you rate us five stars and leave a comment. Yeah. If you follow us and you don't listen in Apple Music or Google Play, still subscribe yeah. and rate us five stars it's and free. leave a comment because that, that helps us reach more people and it helps us get to the top of the podcast list. And that's the only way we can expand this group and we can get more people in this group and expand our community. We love y'all. We love all y'all support. Once again, I'm AJ. That's Cannon. And we out, baby. Thank you. Call me Mr. Rose Gold, everything froze, fucking five forever throwing foes. All my niggas know I used to sell dope, come and get you some. Bidding off for the 80, come and get you one. I don't wanna have no baby bitch with Tippy, won't ask that whole dick she on. I still sell them bricks for low, I fuck with that bitch below. Ask around, I'm six and oh, past the lot, I'm getting started. Ring my bitch, freaky text and what the fuck, they cannot bring my bitch. Say that pussy where she love me, watch her sing my shit. How the fuck you niggas judging? I was just locked up. 41's all flooded, bezel been rocked up. These y'all niggas come from nothing, why you won't stop us? Dog weed, leaning pills, this a one stop truck. Doggy losing interest, bitch, yeah, once I fuck. All the real hoes tuck, then there can't be touched. Somebody bout to make it crazy, why I can't be us? Why I can't be me? I'm in that new GT, cream, dark blue seats, I cashed out on that bitch. Me just hit me for a verse, I passed out on that bitch. Drink got two APs of Richard in the house on her neck. I don't care about who he kills, stop acknowledging rats. Bitch, call me Mr. Rose Gold, everything froze. Fuck a five forever throwing foes. All my niggas know I used to sell dope, come and get you some. Bidding off for the 80, come and get you once. I don't wanna have no baby.
bitch for tippy long Ask that whole dick she on I still sell them bricks for long I fuck with that piccolo 2020 niggas know who killed the most Told her bro they scared we somewhere close So don't make insta posts Drug trafficking don't come right asking Come get instant quotes Dog you know I don't focus on rapping I'm still selling dope I got it out not tough In my chopper I trust It wasn't easy taking over But I had dropped my nuts I know it's some crucial bloody brothers That hate my guts We be whacking shit for real They beefing for P.I. stunts So if it's up then it's stuck Rappers capping got their yeekies And they trunks It's on my lap and on clutch So if I up nigga duck Hit at least one every month Maybe two if they get bold like I connect, fuck with them strippers, I got plugs on I'm the Mr. Rose Gold, everything froze Fuck a five, forever throwing foes All my niggas know I used to sell dope Come and get you some Fitting off for the 80, come and get you one I don't wanna have no baby bitch for tippy I don't ask that whole dick she on I still sell them bricks for low I fuck with that piccolo Maybach truck and get the ghost Fuck it, gotta get them both I fuck with that coke so much I sign to my nigga Keep that shit in Memphis cause I'm down with my nigga If they send it, I get it not the Richie, the Paddy. All my bitches be laughing. Why? She used to be funny. The 10,000 stacks, nigga. Them used to be hunters. And them bitches y'all walking with. Them used to be runners. Call me Mr. Rose Gold. Everything froze. Fuck a five forever throwing foes. All my niggas know I used to sell dope. Come and get you some. Fitting off for the 80. Come and get you one. I don't wanna have no baby bitch for tippy. I don't ask that whole dick she on. I still sell them bricks for low. I fuck with that piccolo.